Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Hey there, Adapting with Alex Garrett has a Twitter. I repeat, Adapting with Alex Garrett has a Twitter. Thanks for joining me. And uh, by the way, thanks again to Cyril White of, uh, to glory be to God, sports for joining. Uh, Thanks for being with us all week. I can't wait to tell you who's on tomorrow. Uh, Colin Cosell, the grandson, yes, the grandson of Howard Cosell. Now, I don't know if I did my own Howard Cosell impression for him. You'll have to wait and listen to that one. But yes, the grandson of Howard Cosell. You know, down goes Frazier. That man's grandson, Colin, will be on tomorrow. I can't wait. But there's a couple of things on my mind tonight. Firstly, as I mentioned on Twitter, you sure as heck can follow me. Uh, I am right now either at AlexGNYC1 or for mainly my adapting content. I don't know why Twitter did it this way, but it's adapt underscore G. Adapt underscore G. Adapt Alex G. But the actual at is at adapt underscore G. So yes, at me there if you would like. But there's a couple of things, you know, Rudy's apartment being raided is a big deal in New York today, as much as the reopening, and I, whatever you think of it, it's just sad uh, to me, because I always thought Rudy was going to go down as his hero, and in many eyes he will, and in fact I heard that the FBI agents apologized to Rudy for raiding his house on what they thought it were. Ukraine documents. It's it's all a crazy thing. It's one of Merrick Garland's big first acts, though, as Department of Justice head. So I think this is kind of political, obviously. But I'm more concerned over the fact that Christy Nome, the governor of South Dakota, has been has uh, been told by this administration and the National Park Service, uh, we do not want to have the 4th of July fireworks on top of Mount Rushmore, which is an iconic thing, an iconic landmark, because of opposition to the celebration, tribal opposition to the celebration, and potential risks. Now, I remember last year when President Trump did have that Big rally and fireworks display, beautiful display above Mount Rushmore. The tribal, the tribes on that land were protesting. I didn't think the American government would listen to that as far as to go as far as to ban fireworks displays. I mean, look, it's very calm in the political world because Trump's not raising. Hey, but when when you think about it, the administration is is doing this, and the leader of the free world is doing this. I'll tell you, there's no possible justification for having a hundred rounds in a weapon. What do you think, deer wearing Kevlar vests? Now I don't know where that came from, deer wearing Kevlar vests. But this is the same administration that, that that's lead, led by that. 
president, Joe Biden, saying, no, Christy Noem, you can't have fireworks. It, again, feels more political than anything else because Noem was a staunch supporter of Trump. She was speaking at the RNC, and she had, and she had hosted President Trump in South Dakota at Mount Rushmore. I, I wonder if Alfred Hitchcock did not like the administration at the time, but wanted a film at Mount Rushmore, uh, if you remember, North by Northwest. I wonder if Alfred Hitchcock, the great director of the time, would be denied. And we wouldn't have that iconic scene of Cary Grant, what, climbing up the nose or something, of Abraham Lincoln on Mount Rushmore. I mean, that's how much I wonder. Because history does, it is something to look back on. And when you think about it, that scene is iconic. But imagine an administration saying, no, you can't do that. It's it's just, it's very concerning because, yes, I agree, listening to the tribes there is important. I also don't believe in going so far as banning a fireworks display at a national monument that millions in a regular non-COVID year go to see. It just doesn't doesn't feel right to me. So I hope the Biden administration adapts that. I wonder if the lawsuit from Christy Noem will make a difference at all. And I, you know, um, New York City is reopening. So what's the National Park Service going to say then? Because they also cited the vi- the virus as a reason and fire hazards as a reason to not do this. Uh, July fourth. Are people going to be denied in New York? No, maybe because there's liberal leadership. Maybe because Cuomo's there. that they'll be allowed to shoot fireworks off um, because the COVID standards, COVID uh, protocol doesn't matter as long as a liberal governor says, let's do it. I'm very excited that the city is opening at 100%. I think it's hilarious in the sense that some of these things are happening as some of the rates in New York, especially we've gone down, but other places there's been surges. Again, but maybe just maybe all this calculation is that we're going to fight this pandemic to the fullest. I've said before, I I don't believe that waiting till that hundredth percentile gets vaccinated is going to be the answer. I think to get there, reopening, not holding us hostage if 20% doesn't get vaccinated, I think you have to get to that 100%, but placate us. Tell us things are going to reopen. Don't just say, oh, it's up to you to make it reopen. People don't want to be told that. And I'll tell you another thing. Uh, this, This quote, Really, uh, speaking of we the people and 
and whatnot. This quote by President Biden that this addressed the other day, um, which everybody was masked at, even though they were all vaccinated. Very interesting. I wonder why. If the vaccination works, they were all vaccinated. That's just a genuine curiosity I have. But talk about we the people and and whatnot. This this other sound bite that I had pulled off for you and for things uh, for other media, if you will, uh, was worth pulling for this as well. Um, this is what President Biden said also at the address this week. Our Constitution opens with the words, as trite as it sounds, we the people. Well, it's time to remember that we the people are the government. Is that comforting to you? Is that truly comforting to hear that? A lot of us are NIMBY, not in my backyard. So when you hear that, I mean, it just is is a little frightening. A little frightening. But what I also feel, and and I'm not really addressed this because I'm trying to stay on the adapt wavelength, not so much political, but I must say this. At times it feels like we are now just trying to govern our own lives better than before the pandemic we did. It seems now everybody's life, whether you are a leader, whether you are a worker, whether you are a just a regular human being, no matter the stature of your role, a CEO, a president, whatever, All of our lives have been rocked by this, have been shaken by this. So we have to find a way to govern ourselves first to adapt in this culture of trying to get out of the pandemic. And that's what I think we're all grappling with. Politics has taken a backseat again. Because Trump's not making waves every day or whatnot. But maybe in a way... Being able to focus on ourselves and not what's happening in Washington all the time is the answer. But I do think if you fall out of involvement again, then this kind of mentality is going to take over our lives. Our Constitution opens with the words as trite as it sounds. We the people. Well, it's time to remember that we the people are the government. And we cannot let that happen. We must govern ourselves before saying the government can tell us what to do. The The reason why is, yes, we need a government in this situation, but it's become a uh, government's going to tell you what to do or not to do. And I think that's that's partly because we've lost the way to govern ourselves. We've lost the way to be responsible. Social media has made us less responsible for ourselves. 
So maybe he feels the government has to. And I say we can balance it out. We don't have to be contact traced all the time. At the same time, and we don't have to be because Americans can handle ours. We can handle ourselves. We should be able to handle ourselves. At the same time, in time of need, we've always leaned on the government to do that. But let's not adapt to government being our parents. Let's not let that happen. Let's adapt ourselves again to be more responsible. Make ourselves accountable. I I find it funny that we all ask for accountability in government... But how often do we hold ourselves accountable? Maybe in addition to being interactive, being accountable to ourselves, being governing of ourselves, self-government, it goes beyond self-love. You know, they talk about self-love, self-care. It's self-governance. We can govern ourselves in this post-pandemic phrase we're about to be in. I'm not even talking about health protocol. I'm saying we can rely less on our phones. We can rely less on that text message or, you know, and more on the in-person, more on the let's talk it out, more on the let's go to the bank. Did you know a pro tip for everybody out there? The bank allows you only six savings transfers a month before you were violating federal law. Did you know that? I didn't. I, I wasn't totally aware. <laughs> I went over the limit. Four times. Uh, but I'm making the point that. We have relied. We have let the phone. Forget about government. We have let the phone govern our lives. For so long. Especially in this pandemic. Let's. Break the ice from this. Let's utilize that example of the online banking. And while it may be good, it also is a way to make us less aware of our finances. And when you're less aware of your finances, you can govern yourself. Now, I'm not going to delve into conspiracies that they want you to be less aware of the finances because they want the bank fees. No. It might be in the fine print, but the bottom line is I I remember being told something about transfer limits uh, back then, back in the day. I just forgot about it because the idea of the phone makes everything so much easier. But let's make it... Let's not make it easier for ourselves because when we become... When we make it easier through the phone, we make it lazier, and we do get into financial trouble with the bank because the online limitations. And I bring up finances because the government has been funding us. I'm not sure at all how they're going to try and get the money back that they've been loaning out stimmy after stimmy. But they definitely are going to do something to try and get that money back. You have to believe. 
they said in that article last week by uh, Roos at the New York Times and Kevin Roos, these millennials have had their stimul have their savings accounts fattened because of the stimulus. Okay, but you see, if you go on and 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 not save that, or if you not stay stable with that and keep adding your own money to it, they will take that money right back through taxes and everything. Taxes are a reason, I don't know where I went off on this tenant, but while I'm on it, taxes are a reason why entrepreneurs are afraid to be entrepreneurs. Why startups are afraid to be start because they don't want to be taxed. They are nervous about the taxes. They get, they push through it. But the spirit of entrepreneurship has been really, uh, you know, for the most part, depressed. Because our Constitution opens with the words, as trite as it sounds, we the people. Well, it's time to remember that we the people are the government. And if we have that mentality that the government is going to be the people, <laughs> we are going in a, a slippery slope. The government's now deciding where fireworks displays can be. The government is, as always, deciding who to raid what. That's why being self-governed, being able to, if you feel like you've been violated, like Christy Nomez, the lawsuit, the suit, might work in your favor. I remember... There were tons of organizations suing the state and the city during this pandemic because they felt they were violated. They wanted to have these adaptations that they were being implemented and mandated, enforced, uh, fixed, corrected, taken away. And they got everything open little by little through these lawsuits. Let's not lie about that. Let's be honest that that was a the way they did it. It was a genius way to do it at the time when executive power was, was of the day. But never let government become we the people. We can take government's lead. We can let them lead us because that is what the government's supposed to do. But don't let them take over us. Be vigilant. Utilize the justice system to right the wrongs. And to fight the fight for the little guy, if you will. To defend those in Kevlar vests like the deer. But let's 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 not forget we were built on self governance. We said we didn't need Britain. 
And we showed Britain we didn't need them. Now, and I'm not saying revolution, but now we have to show the government we can self-govern. We can be responsible. We can lower the COVID cases to zero. We ourselves can encourage the vaccination, not force it, but encourage it. The problem is there's been so much distrust sowed in everything. I keep going back to this, but there's not enough sowing of trust. We have to stop using the term sowing chaos and distrust and start figuring out a way to sow trust in one another again. Can we do it? And happy 10-year anniversary of President Obama roasting Trump at the White House Correspondence Dinner. Just seeing this. A lot of people say that roast 10 years ago fueled Trump's run and candidacy. And they may not be far off. Because he's someone who self-governs. You know, like him or not, if you tell him you can't do something, he will do it and find a way to do it. Now, we have to, as a whole, tell government that we also can do it. We can be responsible. And we don't need them for every little thing. Not in my backyard. NIMBY. <laughs> Maybe that includes being nimble. I don't know. But I am I am excited to see what happens with the lawsuit with Christy Nome. I'm kind of curious... Well, not kind of. I'm very curious what happens in the aftermath of the Giuliani raid. And I'll just say it. I'm curious what happens to the Yankees. Okay, I, I I have to say the Yanks are on my mind as I do this podcast tonight. But they are. <laughs> they are. They are finally hitting a nice stride at the stadium. I'm hoping that continues. For more than a game or two. But let's self-govern. And that includes being better to the people around us. To our neighbors, to our friends, family, whatever. Let's be better. Not accept a new normal. Accept a better normal. And self-governing is going to be a big part of that. So adapt and self-govern. And share the love. Not just self-love, but share the love. I'm Alex Garrett. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Colin Cosell joins.